Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mojo. Just go to Mojo50.com for on-demand podcasts. Hello there, and welcome to The Rich Solution on Spoonie Radio. I'm Gwen Rich, your host health advocate and founder of The Rich Solution. So here on Spoonie Radio, I talk about empowered health, what each one of you could do starting today to look, feel, and live a healthier and happier disease-free lifestyle. So today's topic is about empowered self-care with holistic health. And so those of you who are familiar with The Rich Solution, you know I need to put the disclaimer out there. So this is about the information on this show is presented for educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for the diagnosis, treatment, or advice of a qualified licensed medical professional. The facts presented are offered as information only, not medical advice, and in no way should anyone infer that we are practicing medicine. So seek the advice of a medical professional for proper application of this material to any specific situation. So today's topic is about empowered self-care with holistic health. And so I want to remind everybody that The Rich Solution has a sponsor, The Rich Solution Studio, and that's No Oodle, N-O-O-O-D-L-E. You can go to nooodle.com. As the sponsor, she provides us with a 10% discount for all those who go to nooodle.com. What's great about her product is you can get it on Amazon, pretty much any grocery store. But again, here from The Rich Solution, go to her website, nooodle.com, and get 10% off your order. Okay, so very excited about today. Let me introduce you to my guest. I have with us today Dr. Robert Scott Bell, who is a homeopathic practitioner, an author, and an expert in silver therapeutics as a keynote speaker, lecturer, and educator. He shares his expertise and practical experience with a broad range of audiences from healthcare and wellness professional forums. The natural industry trade and consumer shows addressing those who are seeking the depth of knowledge, education, and key insights from his years of holistic practice. So welcome, Scott. Uh, well, let me also add, too, that he hosts the popular Robert Scott Bell radio show, where he discusses everyday health issues from the perspective of alternative and holistic health care. Thank you for joining us today. All right, Glenn, good morning. Uh, glad to be here. I, uh, I just wanted to add to your disclaimer, use doctors at your own risk. 
That's right. We have to be informed patients. Uh, it is no longer driven. Uh, healthcare is not driven by doctors anymore. It is patients, and we need to have our own empowered self-care and be av- our own advocates. So I agree with that. So I'm really excited to have you on yeah, today. Yeah, fully engaged. Absolutely. Um, exciting hour. Um, we really can go in a number of different directions. I would like to, if we can, maybe um, the majority of time, stick to um, some ther- therapies or, or suggestions that you have for cancer, for the cancer patients. Um but before we do that, uh, so I know that with my incurable diagnosis, you know, it turned my life around, um, you know, and I put it out there that I want to be the longest living with my type and stage cancer. And to do that, I've got to change a lot of the, the my lifestyle choices um, and add protocols, which I believe are working because they call me an outlier. Um, but, you know, I, I it changed my life, and I'm now doing this as a way to reach others and, and help those um, do live healthier lifestyles as well. Um, can you give us a little bit of background of why you're passionate about what you do and how you got to this point in your life? Well, much like you, Gwen, the suffering uh, drives you, if you if you survive it, <laughs> to, to do better, hopefully, and uh, to learn why you suffered the way you did with a diagnosis or just a series of ailments. And I certainly had my share in uh, the first phase of my life from age zero to, to 24. And being raised pharmaceutically and medically, I was always met with... Um, drugs and drugs and more drugs so every symptom or ailment was uh, evidence of apparently a deficiency in those drugs so whether it be antibiotics or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or steroidal drugs etc for, for uh, digestive disorders skeletal uh, inflammation uh, we could go into skin rashes acute then chronic infections of the ear the sinus cavity the throat and you know even the digestive tract um this is a short list, so I'm not going to give you the whole laundry list. But <laughs> I was basically, uh, hey, uh, you know, the medical experiment. We, well, I'm sure we put a few, uh, few uh, doctors, kids through school at this point. But I, uh, you know, I knew one day I would grow up to be a doctor. Although the only model I had for doctoring was medical, and so when I was at uh, undergraduate. Uh, going towards medicine, I uh, had an epiphany at a certain point when I, after 10 years of allergy shots, the doctors, you know, they were giving me shots and I had just had it. I hit that point and I said, you know, doc, I, I'm just so sick and tired of being sick and tired. Am I ever going to be, you know, over and done with this stuff? And they admitted to me sheepishly that they didn't know why I was sick or why I had my allergies. But as they saw me, probably you know, I had a look on my face. It's like that, that just doesn't cut it for me. You don't know why I'm going to hear the experts. And I was to leave in my mind and never come back. And they said, but there's good news for you. There's hope. And I thought, wow, you know, at the age of 19, they're finally telling me something that they wouldn't tell me before. What is it? And they said, maybe one day you'll grow out of it. Oh, geez. (laughs) What? Yeah. And I heard later that a lot of women are told, you know, just go get pregnant. It'll go away. You know, I could say that to me. So there was a, you know, there was that epiphany at that moment. Oh, my gosh. You know, these people might be good at putting a bone back on or together when you break it. 
But beyond that, this is a disaster. I didn't know of another option, so I just prayed to God for healing, and I thought, you know, maybe it'd be a lightning bolt from the sky and it'd be a miracle, but it turns out four or five years later, I met a homeopathic doctor who emigrated to America from Belgium, and I began to study with him for 10-plus years and uh, transformed my life by, a, you know, working with the body, helping the body to do the things it wasn't doing, for instance, liver function, liver detoxification as a starting point, changing what went into my body, you know, from chemically grown and now we know genetically modified foods and that, you know, right uh, to organic non-GMO foods. Those those switches were very real and were a little strange at the time compared to today where you can go into a regular mass market store and get all of these things. But I, I did the, uh, I think the necessary work to apply, uh, you know, for my body what it needed, get rid of what it didn't. So the short version is I was able to overcome pretty much most of my ailments in a couple of years, within two years, so 24 to 26, and then kind of never looked back. It wasn't, you know, a fad for me to eat organic. It was a lifestyle, a way of life, you know, for survival. And uh, that continued, and I eventually I ended up in broadcast media um, with a weekly show in Atlanta back in 99 started. So now 21 years later in broadcast media communicating things that most Americans were not exposed to growing up. And if you were, you're one of the fortunate ones. But now my kids have been raised differently. They've never even once had an antibiotic in there. My son is 20 and my daughter is 14. So uh, we can do different. We can do better. And of course, my life is, is, is all the better for it because I'm not suffering with ailments and illnesses and chronic uh, afflictions. Right, which is the way uh, you and everyone else should be living. We should be so fortunate to be able to live a life like that. So you are way ahead of your time. If you're talking about when you were 19 through 24 and you started working, you started finding out about non-GMOs and organic. I mean, it's really only become in the last 10 years where it's really starting to get out mainstream. Um, so that's that's really insight there. Yeah, there, you know, there were a few people that I've met along the way that were aware of the, these issues of the, da the damage to the food supply and the environment, how it impacts our environment and the body. And, uh, you know, when I, I always like to, you know, in a lecture, ask questions like, you know, how many of you knew of homeopathy growing up or how many of you grew up on organic food? You know, it depends on the age rate, but very few people, but there's occasionally those that did and they can't. They can't they held on to that knowledge. They learned about it from their ancestors, parents, grandparents, etc. And that, that's why, you know, it's so important to tell our stories, to right. share the stories like you're sharing your story, I'm sure, of, of your your journey, because we can only get back to sanity by, by listening to one another in our experiences as opposed to what the media would have us believe or the government or even uh, Flexner Report, allopathic medical doctor, duly licensed and ordained by their Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism. Right. Right. No, I agree. And I thank you so much that you have your show and you've been doing it for so long. You have two hours to get your message out. I mean, that is so powerful. I mean, I know I feel very lucky to be able to do this. I'm certainly not at your level. Um, I'm very humbled uh, that you've been doing it for as long as you have. Um, but listen, like you said, we all have a story and all it takes is one person to hear that and inspire them to start making changes and for the better. So, um, all right. Yes. What Okay, so let's even start kind of like at the beginning. So what would you recommend um, with your experience if someone's just diagnosed because, I mean, they're so overwhelmed. I mean, every day when I go on, 
either the internet or I read a book or I find someone new, I learn something new. It's been seven years since my diagnosis. So, you know, I have to take myself back to when I was first diagnosed. It's very different than where I am now. So what do you suggest for those who are just diagnosed with cancer? What do they need to do? Well, just first and foremost, remember, cancer is not a death sentence unless, you know, you, you allow it to be and believe those that, that don't see it as what it really is. And also that cancer cells are part of life itself, our bodies. We always have them. And what's the difference in someone with a diagnosis that's scary versus not? It's obviously the immune system has been corrupted. It's been weakened. It's not fully functional, and there's a reason for that. So the question becomes um, not how necessarily do I uh, fight and kill cancer because in a normal healthy body with a normal functioning immune system, you don't have to think about it at all. The body knows exactly what to do. So for me, it's it's about recognizing that it's, well, what, what, ha- what, have, I, what have I done or what are not done? That, that contributed it's like owning it not the diagnosis but the responsibility uh, for the manifestation because only then can we also uh, become empowered through that reality to overcome it right as opposed to being a victim of it and so i think you know the recognition that you know people say like on my show i like to remind people you have the power to heal the power to heal is yours but it also means you have the power to create things like cancer so um, I felt victimized by my ailments and illnesses because no doctor would give me a, a link or talk to me about a cause and effect relationship between what I did, even in ignorance, and, and how it manifested. And that doesn't just mean, you know, the food, which for me, the number one thing from a physical sense is you got to clean up what goes into your body. But prior to that, you have to feel worthy enough to uh, do what is right for your body, to, to, to really... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, are you hearing something cross yeah, the lines I am, here? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's something that I'm getting. Uh, yeah. Uh, hang on. Just one. Can, okay. Can you, so it seems to have gone away. Okay. Keep on talking. Yeah, it cleared out, at least on this end. So it just the worthiness issue is like, you know, the, the cancer often comes and we don't feel worthy of love or something. And that it manifests physically. So it's not just a physical thing. But, you know, one of the easiest steps you can take, ironically, is to simply select food that is clean. You know, we call it organic quality now. And many people are have an obstacle to that. Because they say it's too expensive, it's too inconvenient. You know, Joel Salatin, the famous farmer, said, well, if you think that's expensive, have you priced cancer right. lately? So in, rea- in reality, again, it's a value system. Do you place enough value on yourself to say, you know what, I'm worth everything I need to do to get well? And I think that plays a part in this uh, recovery. But again, uh, it's, it, it's not just one thing. It's probably a little bit of everything. But I say, you know, what's one step I can take? Well, how about choosing food that nourishes and, and, and fulfills and uplifts and, you know, facilitates healing and growth as opposed to uh, uh, cancer. So that's, that's a big starting point. Right. I, I believe the same thing is that food is one of the biggest needle movers that we all need to improve, no matter if you have mm-hmm. a cancer diagnosis or not. But you know what? What do you say to those? Yes. Because we get it. OK, this is the, the business that we're in. There's a lot of people and I can speak with breast cancer um, patients is that they want to just, you know, do the therapy and 
get done with everything, this breast cancer thing as quickly as possible. Like it's this little blip in their life. And when I Mm -hmm. meet people like that, and even if I see people that have had a diagnosis, they've so-called had a remission and then they have a reoccurrence, but they never changed anything. Okay. So what do you say to those people who they, they really don't believe there's anything they did. They just want to get through the process and get over and in remission as fast as possible. Do you ever meet well, patients you know, it's like a different that? Way to philosoph- yeah, I mean, it's a different way to live life. You know, when you have a viewpoint like that, that nothing I did, did this. So all I need to do is go to the doctor, have it excised, removed, and then just continue living life. But, that, you know, that proverbial definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And it's very disempowering if doctors feed into that. That's why I say use doctors at your own risk. Choose those that understand this concept of empowerment and uh, causality and participation in your own life, co-creating your own life. And uh, that, you know, for some it's scary. They don't want to take quote unquote responsibility because it means, my gosh, I had something to do with it. And this is not about blaming the victim as much as it is acknowledging the way we live life unconsciously emotional patterns belief systems manifest in certain ways and of course behaviors based on those beliefs like not eating clean food thinking it doesn't matter um you know that may be an education issue but it also may be again a self-worth issue so we have to go deeper in to find out what would stimulate a person to to just say you know what i'm not going to do anything i'm just going to remove i'm going to keep on going now there are people People that have trauma, emotional or, or physical abuse in their past, that it's too painful to look at some of those patterns and how they got set up early in life. And so we have to be sensitive to where those folks are at, not judge them too harshly either, because there are many reasons why people get stuck in those patterns and don't want to view them and take responsibility because of the pain that it brings up, the difficulty uh, and the memories they don't want to uh, confront. Right. That would be something definitely they have to go through a professional with to guide them Mm -hmm. through that experience. But you bring up a good point, and I'm glad you kind of um, talked about it, um, in that I believe, and I know there's other people in our industry that believe as well, is that your emotional health and your emotional healing has a lot to do whether you have optimal health or even survive cancer. Can you tell me uh, your philosophy on that or what your thoughts are? Well, yeah, so much of the emotional uh, sensations that we have, we experience and we carry with us, maybe we try to stuff them down deep, you know, maybe we eat the emotions away, whatever we do, but they manifest physically. I mean, anybody that is at all sensitive knows that, you know, if you're in a room with angry or depressed people, that you it's palpable, you can feel the energy shift going in or out of that room, or right now at a time where people are, you know, living in fear of the next viral pronouncement. Um, we're taken out of our, I believe, our divinity, our recognition of, of uh, ultimately that, uh, um, yeah, although the emotions can impact us tremendously, they're, they're also, uh, they're not supposed to uh, like run our body any more than the mind is, which is a tool uh, for utilization, but not to allow it to run amok. So uh, if these emotions are overwhelming to us, we've got to find a way to you know reduce the negative impact on us. Now, there are things that you say professionally, we can seek out and talk some of these things out, or we can utilize substances of creation, nature, like now we're learning so much in the last five to 10 years, maybe of uh, the hemp derived cannabinoids uh, like CBD, things that we can utilize that were suppressed 
from well, the last 70 years or so that have a, a real benefit, not just on human physiology, but on emotions. Um, we've denied ourselves access to these plant medicinals that can help facilitate or, um, you know, deal with the things that are too difficult to deal with. And, you know, the, these are also the things that the pharmaceutical industry has corrupted because of the profit motive of monopoly status, the medical monopoly status. So we're limited in, in knowing of our options, not just, like I said, in, in different forms of emotional therapy, but even how physical plants or herbs or minerals, for, for goodness sake, and amino acids can impact emotions. Interesting. Yeah, I just had on Dr. Amy Shunny uh, the other day, who mm. is a naturopath uh, doctor in Santa Cruz, California, and she was talking about insomnia. So she helps a lot of her patients with that. She brought up the CBD hemp oil as well. And about a week before that, I had a doctor on from the East Coast that works with brain health, and he talked about CBD oil. So it is everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy, but for the average consumer, we don't understand what we're looking for. Um, can you maybe speak to that and speak to what your experience is, how the CBD uh, hemp camp, uh, oil can help the cancer patient? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I think in terms of uh, the recently discovered endocannabinoid system it talks about you know managing all functions having a relationship with all functions and i would not want to be without cannabinoids in terms of anybody with a cancer diagnosis whether they're taking and going through traditional oncology as they call it now chemo and things like that or not uh, to to nourish that system once again is going to of uh, benefit, only benefit in terms of recovery. So there's a, there's a lot related to the gut-brain connection, but uh, there's almost no system, and I think that they're discovering now that is not related to uh, a healthy cannabinoid, endocannabinoid system and supporting it with the cannabinoids that come from nature. And in this case, the hemp plant is probably the most prolific. Uh, and, and, you know, whether it be CBD, which is the, the non-psychoactive component among many of the cannabinoids or the THC, we find that a lot of reports coming through even the medical profession of people utilizing this in the recovery are ap- absolutely accelerated in recovery. So I wouldn't want to be without uh, some form or any form but to find out what form is right for you. Even the doctors are struggling because we've lost, like I said, about 70 years of scientific inquiry in it because it's been banned. Right. Right. So do you have any insight of what someone should look for or when you said with with recovery? Mm -hmm. So you're talking about healing, um, even getting to remission faster. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're referring to? Absolutely, yes. And uh, I've had Dr. Shani on my program. She's terrific. And, you know, we talk about if you're going to choose something to utilize, I always look to see that there's third-party validation or verification. Um, I think there's a standard if you're if you're invested in the science to not just respond, uh, react to hype and marketing. And that's I know it's a big part of life today, but demand that there's third party validation of any product that you're going to take. Talk to folks that are using it, doctors or otherwise. And so uh, that'll help guide you into the best choices for your recovery. You know, I have a friend who had 
Um, he's what, he's about 70 or so. He had a, a tumor on the right side around the parotid area. This is an area where if you were heavily into cell phone use way back in even the 80s to the 90s where these things were as you know, big as car batteries almost. Right. They, and then add into that year since then, there's been reports of uh, you know the, the tumor cancers from cell phone use holding it up to your ear. And he had one of those tumors. And so I got him on uh, you know a protocol of key minerals that I talk about in Unlock the Power to Heal, the book I wrote with my buddy Ty Bollinger of selenium, chromium, silicon, and also then added into the mix the CBD. He added in, because he's in California, the THC as well, and uh, he had a dramatic, remarkable recovery as the tumor just shrunk to nothing. Wow. You know, with no chemo uh, radiation. He did, I think, some minor surgery to remove some things in the area, but the doctor got in there and said there's no cancer here. So uh, I know that it's a great accelerator. I wouldn't want to be without it, as I said, in any protocol. That's great because um, I know I started taking some a couple months back and I ran out and, you know, I take so much. I do so many different protocols that sometimes it's really hard to know what is, you know, giving me the benefit of what I want. Um, couldn't really see if there was a difference. I know I'm going to go back because I, the evidence just keeps uh, validating what you said that it helps all functions of our body and it's just like this amazing um, natural remedy um, so do you is there one specific one that you recommend well I, I think I as far as my memory serves what Dr. Shunny is using I use the plus CBD oil from CV Sciences because of that third-party verification and validation. So I know what I'm getting each time I'm using it or recommending it. In terms of uh, the, the forms of cannabis that have the THC as well, where I am, they don't have much access to that, but depends on where you are to follow through on working with someone like that in California or a state that's uh, you know open to that as well for serious cancer cases. Okay, so let me ask you this, because I don't know too much about THC. I, don't, I did... Um, mm-hmm. I did uh, smoke and had edibles after I was diagnosed um, to deal with mm-hmm. radiation. I hate it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but so what mm-hmm. would be THC? I know it's the, you know, um, but is that what is more for pain or does it actually have more benefits than that? Yeah, it's traditionally thought of as a pain management tool, but. Um, I, I've seen evidence that the THC can have significant benefit in cancer uh, remediation directly, that it has anti-cancer uh, activity as well. And also, you know, those in pain that utilize it often report that they don't have that so-called high feeling necessarily that it's doing something else like my friend who's you know definitely not into smoking it or anything in his lifetime but utilized it with great effect to recover much quicker so uh, i i think that a lot of the negative uh, perspective on that uh, cannabinoid uh, is uh, is due to ignorance and, and not you know because we haven't been scientifically investigating it for all these decades so that we should have to see what kind of benefits it has so yeah it does have some direct anti-cancer benefit in my opinion what i've seen and talked with the many physicians that are working with it right well that's great to know okay so you mentioned your book i know you talk about minerals that you think are really important um probably not just for the Mm -hmm. cancer patient for any patient um do you want to get into that or do you want to take a different direction 
Well, I think these these minerals are overlooked and they're misunderstood to some degree. And also the form is very important to know. So I'm always happy to talk about that. Uh, as I said, uh, um, you know, in in the book, uh, you know, there are chapters on many minerals and things to get to. But I think the three key, if we didn't at least talk about them for a little while, we'd be doing a disservice to the folks out there that are listening for insight, messages of empowerment. So um, the three that I talk about most critically are the most broadly, obviously, in my opinion, deficient in almost everybody. Now, the needs are maybe different for each of us, but we could all benefit by at least getting some of this. And I'm talking about selenium and chromium and silicon or silica. Selenium is single-handedly the most important trace element for cancer prevention and recovery. Because selenium is the protective mineral in terms of cellular integrity and metabolism, obviously, uh, as well, hopefully it's obvious that it also is critical for counteracting certain heavy metals and even radiation. Oh, nice. Whether you're being treated with radiation or whether uh, it's just an exposure you've had or a background exposure that's uh, ongoing. So selenium, though, must be in, as all supplements in my arguments uh, are, that they should be in a food form. Our body is designed to accept these minerals in food and to trick or attempt to trick nature by uh, chelating them or, you know, isolating them in some way or combining them with components that uh, are not uh, really beneficial. They could even be waste products from cellular metabolism. It kind of it takes the, a good thing and makes it at the very least less good, but the very most not good at all. You know, so you think you're doing yourself a, a favor by taking selenium, but in the wrong form, this is where you get all of the fear in the medical community about, oh, selenium, is, it can be toxic, be careful, don't take, in, don't take too much. But when you have the right form, 100% whole food form, you can take upwards of 1,000 to 1,200, sometimes more micrograms, which most doctors that think they know about selenium would immediately say that's horrific how would you do that that's so toxic and the reality is i've you know over the years of working with uh, this form of selenium and people with cancer at that level and sometimes more i've never seen one case that resulted in selenotoxicity which by the way can be remedied very easily by just stopping selenium intake should that happen typically showing brittle nails hair hair loss things like that but again in in the case of the whole food form and i use innate response uh, which is uh, a professional label uh, of the mega food company, that particular form of selenium is 100% whole food and it makes all the difference in the world. I would not have anybody that has a cancer diagnosis on less than uh, 800 micrograms, but probably more. Okay, and so when you're saying whole food form, so at the beginning when you're talking, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, you're going to start to list off some foods that are going to be really good source for selenium. But you're talking sure. about a supplement that actually is a whole food form, correct? I just want to clarify. Correct. Yes, and the reason is, I mean, if we look at, most people know of Brazil nuts. When you hear selenium, they say, oh, Brazil nuts contain loads of selenium. Well, the tests that showed they were so rife with selenium were 50, 60, 70 years ago. And tests conducted more recently show that they are fractional in, in, in relation to what they used to have because of general depletion in the soils and other f- environmental factors. So to get the kind of selenium levels we would need, you would have to eat more Brazil nuts than you could functionally comfortably eat safely. Uh, so 100% whole food forms contain 
the multiple forms that are in nature in a food matrix. So your body takes them in, absorbs, utilizes them, and then you know doesn't result in any toxicity. You can see selenium supplements that are just isolated selenomethionine, sodium selenite, different things like that. And you think, oh man, that's really potent. But the forms are not right, and the body can use them only minimally or not at all, and they end up accumulating in a negative context, and that's where the bad name of selenium comes from, the wrong form, and people and doctors, unfortunately, haven't gone back to the original studies that the FDA has used to differentiate between the forms so that you have benefit and no detriment. Right. Well, I'm glad you clarified that because even when you started talking about it, I thought, well, I'm fine because one mm-hmm. of my supplements has some in it. Plus, I'm like, okay, Brazil nuts. I eat Brazil nuts. I mean, even a few months mm-hmm. ago, I saw an article, well, if you take two Brazil nuts a day, you're going to get your daily dose of selenium. So, you just, you know, mm-hmm. busted that myth um, that we can get enough selenium from our diet. So, that's very important to hear. Um, and, and so are you of the belief yeah. that we pretty much cannot get selenium, uh, even if we eat really well, eat clean, um, mm-hmm. we cannot get enough selenium? Do you believe that? I, you look, I eat organic and have since, yeah, since the early 90s I, when I switched to organic food. So as far as quality Jeez. diet, I, 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 but I, I, I supplement, I try, I target about 450 micrograms of the innate response selenium every day, which is three tablets or 50 micrograms three times a day. Uh, if I'm concerned about, uh, you know, an immune challenge, because also selenium is critical for keeping the cells in integrity and so they don't dysregulate and then support viral uh, uh, replication. So if, if people are afraid of COVID-19 coronavirus, I say selenium is your number one uh, mineral to increase the whole food form and i i would recommend going up to, in fact i wrote an article just last week at robertscottbell.com on you know all the things that uh, people ask me what are you doing if you're afraid of the coronavirus well it's all there what to do to prevent it what to do to respond to it and and again it's not just about viruses but uh certainly viral activity can be indicative of immune uh suppression of some kind so selenium becomes the key so for me it's 450 micrograms barely well daily and i say bare minimum would be the 200 microgram level a day and i would say that would be more appropriate for kids adults need more so you know i I don't tell people to do what i don't do this is what i do every day right right no that's important um that's what i do on my show as i talk about all the different Mm -hmm. things i do uh you know talk the talk walk the walk and if i can do it and feel the way I do, have a good quality of life and extend my life um, and live longer than what the doctors think, then I think the average person can do well with it uh, too. So, um, no, I appreciate mm-hmm. that experience and um, insight with selenium. I think that's very important. I've learned already a little bit about selenium today. So, okay. Um, anything more you need to talk to us about selenium? Uh, we can come back if there are questions on it, but I would say let's go to the second leg of the, the triumvirate, if you will, of the key minerals. And I'm not saying this is an exhaustive list, but if you start here, you will tremendously transform your health for the better. Uh, the number two on the list is the chromium, and it could be a, a 1A, if you will. It's uh, Unfortunately, most of the chromium supplements on the market are synthetic or amino acid chelates or different things like uh, chromium picolinate, which is binding a good mineral with picolinic acid, which is a cellular waste product. It's toxic and yet that's like the number one form out there people still take so again when i come back to 100 percent whole food form of chromium why 
chromium. Chromium is addressing primarily, among other things, it also helps with the liver like selenium does. Liver detox is critical. These minerals are important for that. But blood sugar regulation, sugar metabolism. Remember, cancer is an obligate glucose metabolizer. It grabs sugar faster than any of your cells. So... If you don't have adequate uh, quantities of selenium, I'm sorry, in this case, chromium, uh, you don't have the ability to offload and sequester uh, sugars. You know, that people talk about insulin. Insulin is like the, the, the semi-tractor trailer truck that carries the sugar. But when you get it to the dock to offload it or the cell to offload it, if you don't have chromium, you can't offload it. So what's the point? And then they call that insulin resistance, which is wrong. It's chromium deficiency. Uh, type 2 diabetes can be reversed with the right form of chromium supplementation. And I use the GTF chromium that I get, once again, from innate response. I don't sell any products. I don't sell this product. I tell you what I use. And uh, 100 microgram tablets, three, or in the case of cancer or type 2 diabetes, four times a day. And it is a form that is quite extraordinary in how now you'll be able to utilize sugar more appropriately. Not that I'm advocating that you eat refined sugars, but you know, even complex carbohydrates and other foods contain it. And ultimately, the body uses it as fuel, but cancer cells can use it faster. So having the chromium can prevent that from occurring and allow only your cells to get what is needed for function or to remove the stored energy from the cells safely and deliver them. This is the mineral that is overlooked. And again, the right form makes all the difference in the world. Right. All right. So when you talk about chromium and, and its uh, job with the body and glucose, makes me think of mm-hmm. metformin. So that uh, a lot of cancer patients, including myself, mm-hmm. take that off label. It's, you know, for diabetics, for yeah. managing blood sugar. So. Right. Um, do they both, I don't want to simplify too much, but they kind of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you recommend one over the other? Can you take both at the same time? If you're taking metformin, sure. do I need chromium? Uh, well, listen, chromium is in a whole food form is a vital trace element. Perhaps one of the most, like you said, one of the most important minerals that's so deficient in so many, especially in cancer patients. Uh, but the right form the right dose every day makes metformin obsolete. Okay. Because obviously metformin is a synthetic toxic poison, although they dose down or titrate down to lower levels so it's less toxic. And I know why people take it. But when you have the adequate stores of chromium available to your cells, it becomes not necessary, not needed. Okay. And I've never had to use, use it, and people that were on it will get off of it because the difference is the lack of chromium available in the right form in the body. Okay. So that's very interesting. So, I mean, I, I'm loving having you on here today because uh, you keep giving me these little nuggets. And so um, I started taking um, metformin when I was first diagnosed, cause I heard about how it controls the glucose. Mm-hmm. Um, my doctor oncologist right. had me get off of it a couple years ago cause she saw where I was headed in the direction with my, my medication. So I just recently changed in mm-hmm. December my, my medicines. And of course they affect my GI tract, which has been horrible. Right. And so I, I went off of the metformin, but I recently went back on, um, and still having some issues. And so if I'm understanding you, because chromium is a mineral and our body needs it, if I can build up enough of that, it is possible that I can get off the metformin and I can still get some of the same results as far as trying to reduce the glucose that the cancer gets. Correct? 
better results by far. Not yeah, you know, and and in this this case, I would do a hundred microgram tablet four times a day to start. You know, just monitor it over the course of a month or so. You might be able to go down to three a day, but. I still, you know, I have no, uh, you know, I used to be hypoglycemic and that whole history that I, you know, I went through very quickly in my own body. I couldn't go, you know, an hour or two without eating. Jeez. And uh, of course, homeopathically, I would use lycopodium and irises or homeopathic remedies to address that. But until I got the right form of chromium back in me, and I knew about chromium picolinate because at one point in the 90s, this became a big supplement because ironically, the U.S. government held patent on that form of chromium. And uh, they profited from it, but it wasn't the right form. So people would get minimal benefit and then uh, not really recover. But when I found the right form, it was, you know, they say lights out or lights on. It was just transformative. Wow. And so how about side effects? Do people experience any side effects Mm -hmm. from chromium? Well, no. I mean, if the right form is given, then, of course, energy uh, in, in, in utilization enhances. You find you don't have those crashes mid-afternoon or wherever. You, you might not need the coffee you thought you needed. Um, but the uh, uh, you know the, the real issue for those that are suffering with cancer is that you're doing what you described metformin is trying to do, manage the sugars and uh, much more efficiently without any uh, long-term deleterious impact. So, no, the right form is not going to be toxic to the body. And uh, if you do that innate response chromium, I talk about it in the book, that's a difference maker as well. And, you know, two-thirds of the triumvirate start for people try to give simple things that they can do to, and, you know, there's always another step, but... I don't want to overwhelm people, so that's why I start with the basics. Right. Yeah, overwhelm. We don't want to do that. So I have another question, if you don't mind, about the metformin. Um, I was just talking Mm -hmm. to someone the other day. She does not have cancer. She wants to, I think she's Mm -hmm. maybe pre-diabetic and um, wants to go back on the metformin. And I told her, you know, there's just so much information that it it is definitely good for controlling your glucose with relatively few side effects and it's Mm -hmm. inexpensive. And she said that she had heard that, um, I don't know how many months back, or recently they talked about it being um or maybe they found it contaminated with carcinogens and i i said i haven't heard anything about that um can you speak to that or do you know anything about that well in light of what we're hearing about the coronavirus one of the shocking things that you'll learn and i've been talking about this for many years is the vast majority of the drugs available in the united states come from guess where china china and if you suddenly believe, oh, yeah, no, they have got great oversight in their manufacturing facilities to produce these things at pennies on the dollar. Uh, no, these are real considerations. How many things have we found, products that we found from China have contamination? Right. Uh, so uh, there's no question that I would be concerned about that. But considering that you now have an option to utilize 100% whole food form of chromium and reverse prediabetes, hypoglycemia, and full-on type 2 diabetes, why would you ever resort to a drug, however benign some people say it might be at low dosages? Right. Wait, and I even want to go back to what you just said. Um, speaking with, you know, not about cancer, with the chromium, you're saying not only you can help people with type 2 diabetes, but even with the uh, type, or just diabetes? Yes, type 2 is completely reversible right. because it is an abject uh, deficiency of that form of chromium where you cannot offload or upload the sugars. Appropriately, again, they, they call it these things insulin resistance. I call nonsense on that because once you realize the deficiency and you correct the deficiency and it reverses, your body wasn't resisting insulin; it just couldn't offload what insulin was carrying. Um, but that's the mechanism that is known, just ignored. 
Okay. And so let me ask you this. Do most doctors, I'm asking this because I have mm-hmm. a friend who, uh, unfortunately, her family has a number of members that uh, have were born with it. Type one, if the, I don't know if that's how they mm-hmm. consider it. So is it just sure? Type one is an autoimmune. It's different. Type one is different. Okay, an autoimmune reaction usually in response to vaccines. I think it's a vaccine-induced form of diabetes. Is type one condition. Now, having said that, would uh, hundred micrograms of the innate response chromium GTF chromium help? Yes, four times a day, they would be able to manage their blood sugar and reduce insulin reliance or dependence. And there are some a friend I have that has reduced or almost eliminated insulin uh, use as a type one via dietary choices in addition to the chromium. I'm not saying it's easy to do that, right. but at the very least, you will reduce your reliance on uh, insulin. And that will only be to your benefit because relying on that insulin from an external source is not optimal for longevity. You know, as we know, it's a challenge enough to have type one, but uh, if you can reduce some of the use of, of insulin, that would be a benefit to your lifespan. Okay, so so if you want to say the uh, form of diabetes that you're born with, you just say you're diabetic. I mean, what, what is there a terminology? What is That's that? Type one diabetes. They call it type one diabetes, insulin dependent. They often say versus type two. They used to call it adult onset diabetes, but they're seeing type two happening in younger and younger people, including kids, that they stop using the term adult onset and they just call it type two diabetes now. So type one is an autoimmune destruction of certain cells of the pan- pancreas. Okay, and uh, you know. It, if there's a way to regenerate it, I'm always open to ideas, suggestions there, but I know that most of those people have utterly destroyed their pancreas or their immune system has in response primarily to vaccination in childhood. Right. Okay. All right. So before I have you go on to the third, or unless um, we want to talk more mm-hmm. about the cronium, let me just take a minute, let you have a breather and let me talk to you about probiotics. So I started taking a new probiotic. My listeners know this. Um, some do, some don't. Um, about three or four months ago, I changed my probiotic and I've worked with Natrin. So today I know there are probiotics that treat everything from bad skin to oral health. You've got bloating to yeast overgrowth. So in fact, there are so many different probiotics out there promising so many different benefits that can be really confusing. So which is why they make it simple because you don't need hundreds of different probiotics to restore and optimize healthy immune functions. You just need one and that would be Natrin's Healthy Trinity. So it's been about since 1982, Natrin has been the choice of health experts and customers alike to restore and support healthy bacterial levels for your mind, skin, and body, which it needs to be its best. And so while others make claims about the quality and effectiveness of their products, only Natrin has spent over 37 years setting industry standards. And it can boost end-to-end control over every step of the process. So we're talking about fermentation, to cold shipping, to trade secret coating techniques that ensure that their strands survive even the toughest stomach conditions. So don't take chances with inferior products. Choose a brand that's been trusted for over 37 years. That's Natrin Healthy Trinity. So you can do a number of things. You can go to natrin.com. You can use the promo code, all caps, GWEN20. You can call them at 866-4-NATRIN. That's N-A-T-R-E-N. They have um, consultants who've been working with them for at least 
15 years who can talk to you about which probiotic would be best for you. Uh, if you use that promo code, all caps, Gwen 20, you'll also get 15% discount as well as a free book that has been written by the formulator and CEO, Natasha Trevnev. So go check it out at natron.com. Again, use promo code Gwen 20, all caps to get that 15% discount. Okay, so we're back here with Dr. Robert Scott Bell, who's, in my opinion, giving great nuggets. I'm so uh, glad you joined us today. We're talking about what he recommends with um, getting some minerals that we're deficient in. So we're talking about chromium, and I'm not sure if we're finished with the conversation or if you want to expand on that. Well, just make sure uh, chromium, C-H-O-R, I'm sorry, C-H-R-O-M, <laughs> it's early here, right. I-U-M, M as in Mary, chromium, and uh, it's not like uh, when you remember that Julia Roberts film, she played, uh, what was what was the activist's name? They talked about a dangerous form of chromium known as hexavalent chromium, uh, which is toxic, versus even other forms of supplemental chromium like chromium picolinate, polynicotinate, or even chloride. We're talking about 100% whole food form, and again, I referenced it in my book, and there are links on my website uh, to choose to be healthy.com that carry it. I don't sell anything personally. I want to be able to speak freely about these things. Right. Um, so we talked about selenium. We talked about chromium. The third one of the, the basic three that if you do these three, you're already going to tr- transform your life and health for the better. And you can always, you know, refine from there. And that is the, the use of a trace element. Most women know about it known as silicon or silica. Because many women take it for skin, hair, and nails, right? It's the beauty mineral. But the form matters. Many people are taking a liquid form that, you know, is fractionally beneficial. It can be some benefit. I'm not saying no benefit. But again, there is a limit to how much silicone you can take uh, before your body can't use it. So I use it once again, 100% whole food form that is uh, extracted from the horsetail. A lot of people know of that as a source and made into a tea and then concentrated into a food matrix. And that company out of Idaho is made, known as Alta Health Products. They make the chromium tablet out of that. And uh, if you understand what, I'm sorry, the, the silicon, silicon tablet, if you understand what silica is, it is the connective tissue mineral. Okay, it's not just a beauty skin, hair, and nails, but all connective tissue, bone, skeletal issue, a muscle, a ligament, bond, all connective tissue. And when you think about connective tissue, you think about, wow, if you have a cancer diagnosis, the risk is not cancer itself killing you. It's the metastasis of cancer that is unbridled growth, uncontrolled growth that overwhelms the body. What is it that makes it difficult for a cancer to metastasize and spread? It's connective tissue integrity. Cancer will eat or chew through connective tissue, so you want to strengthen it. Silica is that mineral. So taking the right form, the Alta Silica, three tablets, four times a day. There's a loading phase where you're really saturating the tissue safely, and you couldn't uh, take enough of horsetail extract typically to get the kind of silica working in this way like the supplement provides three tablets four times a day at least for a month and then you can start tapering down to nine a day or six a day and go to maintenance but that is the third on that list particularly of cancer but a lot of connective tissue disorders including uh, rheumatoid arthritis or any form of arthritis or inflammation of the, of the skeletal system but again all connective tissue depends upon silica more than any other mineral uh, and so this is the difference maker in terms of strengthening that tissue to prevent metastasis of cancer. Uh, I, want, I can't say that more directly enough. Uh, if you have questions about it, though, we can talk about it. 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. I know uh, so people can get your book as well as go to your, your site and, and check it out more. Um, I know I'll be checking mm-hmm. out these more because I already, I don't take um, the, this last mineral you've been talking about. The others, I have it in other supplements, but it's probably definitely not enough um, of what I need. So um, thank you for that insight. I appreciate that. So we've got um, a little bit less than five minutes, maybe four minutes, so that you have time as well to let the viewers know how to find you. Um, what, lastly, um, would you like the viewers to know what they can do for overall health or if they have cancer? Well, you know, recognize that it, it's it's not a death sentence. Like I said, my buddy Ty Bollinger and Charlene with The Truth About Cancer have really brought that into the fore, which is wonderful. Um, but... You know, once you embrace responsibility, even if you didn't know how it happened, you can now take charge of the present and the future and transform your future, as I know you're doing. Uh, the, the Again, the right form of, of supplementation is important, not just any form. You know, this is, a, this is the distinction that we're talking about here today in regards to, to healing, because people say, you know, I, I heard about selenium is good for me, and I took a little bit of it and wore the wrong form. They didn't know, and they're like, uh, I didn't really see anything. And it isn't that um, the science is not there to to support and validate the reasons why I do what I do and choose the things I do. But again, the form matters. We can't just blindly say, oh, I heard this and then just jump on it. Do your homework. And ultimately, if it isn't um, a mental construct, if you don't feel adequate to the task of of studying this because you're not a doctor, you don't have to be a doctor to know this stuff. In fact, it's easier to not have to unlearn the stuff they learn in medical school often to know what to do. But go deeper within, reconnect, to spirit, to, to that, however you describe the voice of God working and talking to you and trying to guide and direct you. So prayerful meditation, contemplation, take all of this information in and, and, and get deep and, and quiet and listen because you'll be directed, whether it's a gut uh, a feeling you have or something, get that language and learn it because it will guide you right no matter what. You hear out there, you know, that can be, as you said, confusing. I, it can be overwhelming and confusing when you get the C word put put in your uh, consciousness that way. Now, one other thing to, to end on, perhaps, Gwen, is the gut issue. You talked about gut issue. Right. I'm sort of semi, semi-famous for gut recovery. What takes years sometimes never gets well. I can do it two months or less with what's known as the Silver Aloe Protocol, and that's available for download for free at my website. It's a main chapter in, in Unlock the Power to Heal, but you can download it for free right on the website at robertscottbell.com, and that involves silver and aloe, and it's a recovery protocol, and then you can use your probiotics. I mentioned Natrin, you, you, you use that as a replenishment, but it is the accelerator to gut health, and of course, the seat of the immune system, 70% or so, is the gut. A brain, a gut brain connection so much goes through the gut, so if you heal the lining itself the integrity the home for the microbiome you can transform almost anything and everything about immune function moving forward so even though we didn't have a chance to talk in depth about it you can get and download that chapter for free even if you don't get the book right wonderful okay um i do have a couple questions then you you sparked a little bit from uh just what you've talked about here um glad to know Mm -hmm. that you know so much about the um the gut i would love to have you uh come back Mm -hmm. and talk about that at a later date um but when you talked about again going back to the selenium uh, chromium and the Mm -hmm. selenica is that what you call it the third one silica 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 Silica, sorry. Uh-huh, that's so, alta, alta silica. Yeah. Alta silica, okay. Is there, um, if I get my blood test done every three weeks, 
Am I going to see something mm-hmm. on my blood test to say, hey, what are you doing that's changing? Or is it just something it's inside and we don't really, mm-hmm. we, we experience? Well, yes to both. I mean, the thing is that they're, the blood tests are a snapshot at any given moment. And to find nutrients or minerals present in the blood not, doesn't necessarily tell you about what's happening deeper in the cell. Uh, so uh, I take those with a grain of salt, uh, although if you've been doing it for a while and you have a baseline to work with and you see changes, that can be helpful. But just one isolated snapshot may or may not really tell you much. But suffice it to say, your first point of that is how do you feel? Okay. Don't don't ever underestimate how important that is. When people, you know, tell me, oh, I've been diagnosed with this and I put them on these protocols and I say, uh, how are you feeling? I feel great. But what does your doctor say? Oh, the doctor looked at the blood and says I'm going to die. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, you know, you're a bunch of chemicals in the blood or are you a, a living being that has sensation and vitality and sense of the direction you're going? So don't don't let blood tests overwhelm your reality of how you're feeling, the energy you're feeling, the, the outlook, the, the you know, your mental state, you know, that that kind of thing has unfortunately been diminished by looking and analyzing it, you know, minutia within the body. I'm not right. saying there's never a place for it, but don't overemphasize it because it can steer you wrong as much as it might help. Right. Good point. Yeah. No, I'm feeling great. And I think it's a testimony to everything that I'm doing. So I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you've got yes. about 30 seconds to let people know where they can find you and your book. Sure. Yeah. RobertScottBell.com. Everything's linked up there, including the shows, archives of them in audio and video format. RobertScottBell.com. I'm on two hours a day plus six days a week and uh, RobertScottBell.com. And I, I'm just here to remind you and so God's honest truth to remind myself as well. The power to heal is yours. And Gwen, I appreciate you inviting me on your show. Hopefully it's been helpful for folks. Oh, I think so. I, I, I have gotten so much, you know, um, sometimes I think I know a lot about what I'm doing, but look at, I just learned some things that I need to tweak. Um, Cause unfortunately my oncologist doesn't have this information. So thank you so mm-hmm. much. Um, best wishes for great health in 2020. And I look forward to having you back uh, at some some future date with more wonderful information. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gwen. Take care. Absolutely. So for everybody there, remember, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. But what matters is the courage to continue. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.